directors and producers. Uh, checking one, two, three. <coughs> checking one, two, three. Live on multiple sites. Uh, okay, go ahead. Give me a sound check. Check on all of the other sites. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. Prayer, devotional, memorial, family, evangelistic service, family members worldwide. By the grace of God, and all of the stats have not been counted, but the main stats have been counted. We've had we had over five thousand people to hear me preach the gospel on yesterday around the world. And we give God the glory, praise, and honor. If the Lord tarries his coming and we live, uh, I'll be preaching again this evening. Uh, and God, if God gives me the strength to do so. And so we thank God. And that's, that's of course, all of the, uh, the videos and the live service combined. We had... Um, we had most most of the people over 3,000 were at the live service last night and that's with out all um, platforms counted so we give God the glory praise and honor he's the only one who could do that in the near future by the grace of God we'll be in the metaverse so get your goggles or whatever they call them and for those of you who like that kind of thing, my beloved, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House. Daily reading of the Chronological Bible, episode number 575 where I simply read the Holy Bible in the King James Version each day in chronological order. This unique viewpoint allows us to read the whole Bible as a single true nonfiction story and to see the unfolding of God's plan in history in the present and in the future. Our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ is coming back. Uh, the world cannot go on the way it is, so look for Jesus to come back, those of you who believe in him. And if you don't believe in him, believe in him right now. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ and thou you shalt be saved. And that's all you have to do. Jesus Christ said the most important words in the history of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life and so dear friend based upon the words of Jesus please believe in him believe on him today and pray and ask him to come into your heart to save your soul before it is eternally too late I may not finish this sermon 
I may die, you may die. I may not finish this service, rather. I may die, and by the grace of God, I'll be going to heaven. Uh, you may die, and you may be on your way to hell. Or the Lord may come. So you have all of that to deal with. And so with that said, right off the bat here, some of you have been waiting on me for some time, waiting to get saved. Get saved right now. I'll be more than happy to lead you in what is called the sinner's prayer. A prayer I pray to God, uh, having been a, uh, having been a, a church-going hell-raiser for all of my life up until that point. I went to church to see the beautiful girls. I didn't go to see Jesus. I went to see Jennifer and Janice. And I can assure you that's why I went and then after I saw them sing in the choir, uh, I went to sleep. I was lost and on my way to hell and did not care anything about God, Jesus, the church, or anything else. I only cared about uh, the women folk. Uh, and partying. But I was raised in church because I had a mother, an old-fashioned mother, who believed that her children should be in church and she was there too. She didn't send us, she went. My dad was a preacher. I was lost and on my way to a devil's hell. Jam, jam, boogie, boogie, letting the good times roll, cooling the gang and Casey and the Sunshine Band. That's what I was about. But then someone came and showed me from the Bible how to be saved. And one verse stood out, Whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And so call upon his name right now. Get saved today, believing in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ that he suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins, was buried, and rose on the third day by the power of God he paid our sin debt he is the Lamb of God the sacrificial Lamb of God the Passover for everybody in the world the Passover Lamb of God for everybody in the world so uh, that word Passover means that so that in the day of wrath God in his grace and mercy will pass over you you won't be destroyed. Others will, but you will not be because you have the blood of Jesus on you. You, you, you recognize that story now? You got a hold of that? All right. Believe in the Lamb of God who died for your sins, Jesus Christ. He paid it all, all to him we owe. Let's pray together. Holy Father God, I acknowledge and I admit that I am a sinner and that I have done evil in your sight. Pray it out loud. For Jesus Christ's sake, please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe with all of my heart in your Holy Son, the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins, was buried and rose from the dead on the third day. Thank you, Lord, for dying on the cross for my sins. Lord Jesus, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my wretched soul. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. 
and help me to change and help me to repent of all of my sins and to turn from all unrighteousness and evil in my life and to follow you in the newness, the newness of life, Lord Jesus. For it is in your holy name, Lord Jesus Christ, I pray. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart on the Lord Jesus Christ, please let us know so that we can rejoice with you send uh, an email to dw3 at uh, gospelite society uh, so that we can get some information to you to help you to grow in the faith and be the disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ that God wants you to be. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well, and we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. And so at this time, we're going to resume our standing between the living and the dead service already in progress. At Proverbs chapter 6 verses 1 through 10, this will be for those of you who got saved, your first devotional servant. Daniel, you can give me a sound check. Proverbs chapter 6 verses 1 through 10. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, I have the high honor and the distinct privilege and the great pleasure to read in your hearing, thus saith the Lord, the word of God the Holy Bible and I want to tell you that that is no small thing to do uh, I have taught my wife and my children for over 34 years the most important thing we do is pray and read the Bible well you say I'm off to church that's fine but you need to have church at home first and most of you need to stay home uh, and have church from now on uh, with your local church uh, with the pastor being the campus uh, your husband being the campus pastor you say well preacher uh, why you always have to say the husband as the head don't you know there are many women who are single parents, single mothers? I know that. But see, I'm all about how things should be. How things ought to be. If you have two or three children that you're raising by yourself, you need to find their daddy and try to work this thing out. And get things lined up the way God wants it to be. I'm not, I have no interest in how you want it to be or how it is. You need to try, that's a new idea for you, isn't it? You need to try to work that thing out, and you might try to uh, uh, be a Christian, get saved, become a Christian, act like a Christian, and be a good wife and mother, and submit to your husband, and obey your husband, and love your husband, and love your children, and let him lead. If you show a man respect, uh, then... Uh, you, you'll be amazed at how the, the relationship will be. In most marriages, I said it before and I'll say it again, 
the man is not the problem. That's right. Contrary to what the sweet evangelicals have said, the man is not the problem. You need to, you need to do your job. You need to do your job as a wife and a mother. And you need to focus on what God has told you to do. I'm about how it should be. That's my calling. I'm not a pastor who has to deal with uh, so much how it is. Because how it is is messed up. How it is is wrong because we, we did wrong and we messed it up. You can say amen right there if you want to. It doesn't matter to me. But that's, that's God leading me to tell you that. You can believe that. I, I, I am. I'm not here to try to make you mad and make you angry at me and persecute me. I'm telling you the truth that will set you free. If you're listening to me at home and you got two or three children... And the man is not there. You ran the man off or he ran off. You need to be praying to God to try to put that together again. And, and worship the Lord at the house. And the pastor is your husband. Not you. Proverbs chapter 6 verses 1 through 10 my son, if thou be surety for thy friend, if thou hast stricken thy hand with a stranger, thou art snared with the words of thy mouth, thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Do this now, my son, and deliver thyself when thou art come into the hand of thy friend. Go humble thyself and make sure thy friend. Give not sleep to thine eyes, nor slumber to thy, thine eyelids. Deliver thyself as a roe from the hand of the hunter, and as a bird from the hand of the fowler. Go to the ant, thou sluggard. Consider her ways and be wise, which have no guide, overseer, or ruler. Provideth her meat in the summer and gathereth her food in the harvest. How long wilt thou sleep, O sluggard? When wilt thou arise out of thy sleep? Yet a little sleep, a little slumber, a little folding of the hands to sleep. My, my, my. Lord, continue to have mercy upon such wicked, evil, and wretched people as we are. Lord, God in heaven, we thank you so much for your holy word. Thank you, Lord, for granting me the mind and the heart and the spirit, and the power of your Holy Spirit to preach your holy gospel already. And, Lord, we pray for over three million souls to come to know your Savior. Nothing is too hard for you. And, Lord, uh, and we know that you want souls to be saved more than we do. Sad to say, Lord, that we don't have the same heart as you in the church today. You're not willing that any should perish. And so, Holy Father God, open blinded eyes and unstop deaf ears and save lost souls and change and transform lives. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters in Christ Jesus, right here. That flat one, right there. Bring it over. Be very careful. Watch that. Watch that cord then. 
flat one, the flat one. No, 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 put that over there, underneath there. Okay, now, now move, 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 move it over like it was. Okay, just leave it like that then. Okay, right here. You know. uh, pardon us, uh, pardon us. Dear friends, watch that. Yeah, move that out of the way. Move that behind it. Ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters, in Christ Jesus, family, friends, and foes, and even foes in the family, and to the standing between the living and the dead. Service family members, my beloved. Uh, this is Daniel White, the third president of Gospel Light Society International with the White House family devotional reading of Charles Haddon Spurgeon's classic book, Morning and Evening. This is the podcast, and this is episode number 586. And today we're at Job chapter 35, verse 10 which reads, But none saith, Where is God my Maker, who giveth songs in the night? Any man can sing in the day. And Dr. Spurgeon says, When the cup is full, man draws inspiration from it. When wealth rolls in abundance around him, any man can praise the God who gives a plenteous harvest or sends home a loaded argosy. Go ahead, Spurgeon. It is easy enough for an Aeolian hop to whisper music when the winds blow. The difficulty is for music to swell forth when no wind is stirring. It is easy to sing when we can read the notes by daylight, but he is skillful who sings when there is not a ray of light to read by, who sings from his heart in the darkness of the night. No man can make a song in the night of himself. He may attempt it, but he will find that a song in the night must be divinely inspired. Let all things go well. I can weave songs, fashioning them wherever I go out of the flowers that grow upon my path. But put me in a desert where no green thing grows, and wherewith shall I frame a hymn of praise to God? How shall a mortal man make a crown for the Lord where no jewels are? Let but this voice be clear, and this body full of health. And I can sing God's praise, isn't that right? Silence my tongue, lay me upon the bed of languishing. And how shall I then chant God's high praises? Unless he himself give me the song, 
No, it is not in man's power to sing when all is adverse. Glory be to God. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Unless an altar coal shall touch his lip, that must come from God, and I'm adding that. It was a divine song with Habakkuk, which rather, Habakkuk sang when in the night he said, Although the fig tree shall not blossom, neither shall fruit be in the vines, the labor of the olive shall fail, and the field shall yield no meat, the flock shall be cut off from the fold, and there shall be no herd in the stalls. Yet I will rejoice in the Lord. I will joy in the God of my salvation. Then since our Maker gives songs in the night, let us wait upon him for the music. O thou chief musician, let us not remain songless, because affliction is upon us. But tune thou our lips to the melody of thanksgiving. My, my, my. Go ahead, Spurgeon. Shall we pray? Holy Father God, we praise you and we thank you for your holy word and the songs in the night. And Holy Father God, that you give us all who are saved songs in the night, songs in the midst of tribulation, songs in the midst of trouble, songs in the midst of persecution, songs in the midst of uh, trials, and we give you the glory, praise, and honor for the songs in the night and this beautiful reminder uh, by your servant, he being dead yet speaketh. Charles Haddon Spurgeon. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, we go to the family verses. What I have dubbed the family verses. Our family segment. Uh, Daniel Ezekiel. Please send me the number. I forgot to ask you about that. Where are we? on the number of standing between, uh, give me the numbers, uh, the number, uh, and, and let me know where are we on the standing between the living and the dead service. Uh, I could use that about right now. Ephesians chapter 5 verses 22 through 24. Wives, submit yourselves unto your own husbands as unto the Lord. There's no compromise here, men and women. You do it or you perish. You do it or the marriage is not going to work out, contrary to the lies you tell. You say, Preacher, how can you say that? Because I've been walking with the Lord a long time. You do it his way, or you're going to pay the price. That's all, that's all there is to it, people. That's all, that's all there is to it. You say, preacher, we don't have any wiggle room. No, just do it God's way. And if you don't want to do it God's way, just leave it alone. Don't, don't, don't play house. We're not playing house. We're too old for that. You, you people walking by each other, not speaking, all that mess not touching each other, not having sex, all of that. And that's why you always get caught up in scandals because that need, I can't hear nobody. Your body has a need for food. It's not just the enjoyment of food. Now, I enjoy my food. I'm not like some of you people who just eat for nourishment. I, I eat for nourishment, yes, and for energy. I preach better when I eat. I get more work done when I eat properly. But I eat too. I eat. I enjoy my meals, man. I don't know what in the world, what kind of people you aliens are who don't enjoy the food that God has provided for you. 
My baby daughter fixed me some, my baby daughter Danielle fixed me some macaroni and cheese with real cheese. Not cheese whiz, not Velveeta, real cheese. And I forgot what macaroni and cheese tasted like with real cheese. And, and, uh, and I had some left over. And it tasted better because the cheese and the macaroni marinated together. I had it about two or three days later. I enjoyed it. You understand? I mean, yes. I, I mean, I enjoy, I enjoy my food. I, I need the nourishment of the food. I need the strength of the food. But I enjoy my food. That's why uh, it's important how you fix the food. But that's a need is what I'm saying to you. Water is a need. And let me tell you something. For married people, sex is a need. We got to have it. Both of us have to have it. It's, it's got to be done. And I cannot explain to you how that, that, that urge comes upon you. But it's a powerful thing. And it's good to be married to resolve that urge, that desire, that fire. Mm-hmm. And only one thing can quench that fire. That's all. And then you might be alright for a day or two. And you can go ahead on and do what you need to do. But if you listen to me, men and women, if you don't take care of that need, it's hard to do what you need to be doing. Other important things in life. That includes preaching, that includes uh, counseling, that includes uh, whatever your work is, because your mind is going to be on that need. Okay? And so if you're not touching each other at the house like you're supposed to because you don't like him anymore, you don't like her anymore, and all that foolishness, all that juvenile mess that you people do, because some of you are lost. You're just lost. You have no sense of responsibility. You have no sense of obligation. You have no sense of, of, of uh, maturity. No sense of self-control where you do, you do what you need to do, you do what you're supposed to do. Honey, and I'm talking to wives today, honey child, do what you're supposed to do and you may enjoy it yourself. But even if you don't, you have the capacity to enjoy that, the fact that he enjoys it. Don't bow your head yet. It's not time to pray. It's nothing to be ashamed of. It's a good thing. Let's be real about it. Sometimes he may have more of a need than you. But you get your satisfaction as a woman when you satisfy his needs so he can concentrate on what he needs to do and not go out the house concentrating on Sylvia's booty. Because the booties be popping up when you're not getting uh, what you need to be getting at home. I'm just telling you what the truth is and what you know you know and you need to know and need to be reminded of, you sweet evangelicals. Well, like you don't have that desire, but you in the funny papers, uh, caught in prostitutes and, and online trying to get somebody to come over to take care of that need. And that's all you want. And you want them to shut up and not say anything about how you call them and you want them to come and do something for you. Because that's a need that has to be taken care of, especially in the man, but also in the woman too. Uh, and, and you husbands, need to, you need to um, uh, initiate that. Then, then you see she has a need too. Now she can go a while. You can't. So you have to get the ball rolling. Once you get the ball rolling, then you'll find that she has a need too. And she knows, and she has a, and she knows that she has a need. So wives, follow your husband's lead. 
I don't care who you think you are, how holy and spiritual you are, uh, that has to be taken care of, ladies. Has to be taken care of. That, uh, otherwise, somebody's going to mess up. More than likely, it's going to be your husband, but you might mess up too. Because that intimacy, that closeness that comes from sex, you need that too. You need that closeness. You need to. You need him to do what he does. And you can get it if you want it. If you know what I mean. Huh? Let's talk about it. You can get it if you want it. That love, that warm and cuddly feeling. You know, we don't have time to be uh, buying rose petals all the time. And, and, and sprinkling them all over the house. And got to go on a date before we do stuff. And get this and get that and get all dressed up and showered. and No, we don't have time for all that every day now. You're married now. You get with it. Get with it. Get with it. Get with it quickly. Let's get it on. Then we all can go. Both of us can go do what we need to do. Relaxed. And not uptight. And not looking at somebody else's booty. Not dreaming that... Uh, the pastor would be better than your husband and all of that foolishness daydreaming Look at me real good, huh? Look at me real good. I'm not playing that has to be taken care of That's why you got you got men and women in the church having sex with each other and they're not married to one another And it's a whole mess it will continue to be a whole mess for the rest of your life if you do that See, this is why I hate you and I love you. I leave you and I come back to you. That's how some of y'all do. You, know, you get mad at me and you leave me and you come back. Because, you know, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you the truth how it is. That needs to be taken care of. I don't care how sweet and holy y'all are. And, and evangel evan evangelical you are. With your little cute little sayings and all of that foolishness. This has to be done. And for some of you, you too old, it's time to be trying to get all of that going on, uh, spending $500 to get something. No, 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 you too old. Let's, let's get some, uh, someone said, let's get some Popeyes and, and go go for what we know. And once that release comes, you, you're good to go for a, a day or two. Go on about your business and do what you need to do. Go ahead on and preach. Go ahead on and care for your children with more love in your heart. Go ahead on and write your book. Go ahead on and get your education. Huh? But that but, but you can't focus on that cuz you're going to be thinking about booty. Every time you see one. And how many how many of you men know that if you satisfied like you're supposed to be satisfied, it don't take much to satisfy a man by the way. Ladies, listen to me, Cap. Hear me hear me well. You ladies who are struggling with this, you can take care of a man in five to ten minutes and put him to sleep and you can go on and do what you need to do and still get yours, see, but you're so mad at your husband and so mean towards your husband, you don't want yours from him, you want yours from Bo Peep. But you think he's more exciting and all of that. So, verse 23, For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church, and he is the savior of the body. No compromise. It does not work, people. Uh, and if, listen to me. If you have a tyrant and a man who is unreasonable and hateful and is abusive, then leave and stay gone. Don't, but don't leave and play games and try to use the children against him. And then when you get desirous of some penis, you want to come back and get that. But you don't want to bring the children back. You don't want, it, you don't want the marriage back. Go, leave, and stay gone. 
Because you evidently you don't want to get married. You don't want to be married. So just go on. Do what you want to do. You can do that in America. Verse 24, Therefore, as the church is subject unto Christ, so let the wives be to their own husbands in everything. Subject yourself, woman, to your husband. Uh, those, those of you who you want to be Miss Independent, you want to uh, uh, do what you want to do, and you really don't want to check with your husband. What's wrong with that? Most husbands just want you to check with him out of respect for his authority. Just check with him about what you're doing. Don't go out and buy a car without his knowledge, without his permission. Don't get a credit card without his knowledge, without his permission. You, 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 you're destroying the bonds of the marriage when you do stuff. Just check with him. Touch base with the authority over you. And, and, and this is nothing new. You know in your instincts that you ought to do that. You know deep down in your heart you ought to do that. See, and this is why God chastises all of us because we know better for, uh, uh, for multiple reasons and ways. We know better as husbands and wives. We know what we ought to do. How many of you Christian husbands, God told you not to say something you get ready to say to your wife because it's not going to be pleasing to God? How many of you wives, you, 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 you knew you should have asked about that before you went and did it and you knew you were wrong and you felt good? I'm talking to saved people. I'm not talking to lost people right now. This won't work for you. You don't even know what I'm talking about. That's why you mad as the devil got your arms all tied up to me subject myself to, to a man. Are you kidding me? He ain't my daddy. No, he's more important than your daddy right now because he's your husband. He's got more power than your daddy ever had. <laughs> That's in the sight of the law too. Okay? So you need to cut that out of your vocabulary. Cut that out of your, your phrasing. Uh, he ain't my daddy. Uh, no, well, you call him daddy when you want to. When you want something. And let me say something to you women about this amnesia you have. When you, when you want something, you forget about how evil and mean and rebellious and stubborn you have been to your husband. And you talk all sweet and wonderful, you hypocrite. Uh, Y'all need to stop that foolishness. When you want something, you talk all sweet and wonderful, manipulating your husband just like Jezebel. And he's Ahab. You both have amnesia about how ugly you've been. And the old folks, the old church mothers used to say, God does not like ugly. He never has. And he never will. All right, folks. Enough torture for you this morning. Did it hurt real good for you? Okay, well, go ahead and do it. And, and, and next time, it won't hurt as much. Just go ahead on and love your husband, respect your husband, obey your husband, and, and have, a, have a good relationship with your husband. Give yourself to your husband, and, and, and you can transform your marriage just by doing what God has commanded you to do. Now let's pray for all families, families that don't know God, and families that do. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Help us to pray for all families and all people. We pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the salvation of all people who have been blessed by you to be put in a family. We pray, Lord, that you would help them to obey your holy word. We pray, Lord, for the people who have gotten saved and they're in a family, blessed by you to be in a family, help them to do what is right. Help them to obey your holy word without compromise. 
and to act like adults and to stop acting like juveniles and to grow up and be what you would have them to be otherwise it's not going to work help them to understand that and holy father god we pray for the salvation of the lost for the revival of the saved for the healing of the sick for the comfort of the grieving around the world in this country in our community uh, our communities in our churches in our um, families and in our individual lives and holy father god we pray in the name of the lord jesus christ we thank you lord for your holy word and holy father god i do pray for the salvation of the lost I even pray for the salvation of those in the church, including my wife, who is here with me, serving as she have been for as she has been for 34 years. I pray for the salvation of all of the religious uh, church members in our family on both sides, uh, but not saved. Open their blinded eyes and unstop their deaf ears. If they were saved, they would act differently. We pray that same prayer for the millions of people who are in churches all around the world, but they're not saved. We pray, Lord, for the irreligious as well. And uh, have your Holy Ghost to not give them rest, all of them, until they are so convicted. They come to know you as Savior. They bow down before you and receive you as Savior. That is my prayer, Lord, as you know, that's what I live for, what you did in my life. Now, Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, I pray for all people who name the name of Christ. Lord, we have failed you. Have mercy and grace upon us and forgive us of all of our wicked, evil, and ungodly and ugly sins that we have committed in your sight as Christians in disobeying your great commandment and disobeying your great commission. And Holy Father God, I also pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you'll help us all who name the name of Christ to humble ourselves and to pray and to seek your face and to turn from our wicked, evil, and ungodly ways and uh, to get back to you, Lord Jesus Christ, to purity and humility, Lord, our first love. Lord, grant us your grace and the power of your Holy Spirit to do just that. And Holy Father God, I pray, Lord, for all people who are in the ministry of government. Lord, I've never been in government. You've never called me to go into government. I don't want to go into government. You have called me, Lord, to what you've called me to do. So I don't know what is going on in their hearts and minds. Only you do. And I pray for their salvation for those who are lost. Revive those who are saved. And Lord, uh, cast the devil and the demons of hell out of all people who have that problem in the ministry of government in our United States of America and around the globe. And Lord, we pray for the peace of Jerusalem. And Holy Father God, we pray uh, that you would lead God and direct uh, the people in the ministry of government to lead in such a way that we may lead peaceful and quiet lives. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that you would protect those of us as Christians who are being persecuted, 
Lord, a couple has been persecuted, a Christian couple, because they refuse to bake a homosexual cake, wedding cake. I think it's a fine over $135,000. God have mercy. Lord, that is just a shame, as you know, in this sin-cursed world, for that to even be a thing. And they want that money, too. So, Lord... I pray that you'll protect those of us who are being persecuted because of our faith, because our faith informs what we believe and what we stand for and stand on. And it is connected to our faith. It's not separate from our faith. As you know, Lord, I cannot call a man a woman and a woman a man. So I'm just not going to even involve myself in such foolishness. Uh, with people telling me what their pronouns are and thee and them and them and they and all that kind of demonic foolishness. Lord, I want no parts of it. I don't want to be close to it. I don't want to be connected to it. Uh, and I thank you for fixing my heart that way. And Holy Father God, I pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. that you will protect your persecuted Christians around the world, especially in Nigeria, in America, and in China. And so, Holy Father God, we pray now in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, grant us your grace for our trying hours, and if necessary, our dying hours. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for uh, all of the millions of people who are hurting from the coronavirus plague with the death of loved ones, sick ones. Comfort them as only you can and draw them to yourself for salvation. As we pray not only for all of the millions who are hurting, from that plague and other plagues and other bad situations. We pray, Lord, for all families who are in pain today. We pray for some by name. We pray for the family and friends of California resident, Jamie. Jamie Gabriel Martinez Sr. We pray, Lord, for the family and friends of Nigerian resident, Lawali Bello. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, uh, we pray for uh, the family of uh, uh, the Bellows. We also pray, Lord, for uh, we pray, Lord, for Donald Patrick Mil Mil Milney, and we pray for the family of uh, Virginia resident Big John Sizemore. We pray, Lord, for the family uh, and uh, the friends of all of these people. Uh, Germany resident Smith Skusa Skusa We commit all of these souls into your hands. And Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for uh, all of the people who have sent in prayer requests down through the years. Lord, we pray that you will help us to pray for them, help them to pray for themselves, and we pray for the salvation and spiritual, family and life, financial and material, protection and provision, mental and physical blessings, Lord, for them all. We pray also for a few by name. We pray for Marie Grace. Please place the strongest protection over her house and property. Deliver her from the gangs and give her a new life. We pray for George. Please enable him to devote his life to knowing you and concentrating on spiritual matters. Enable him to complete all tasks in his workplace so the auditor will be satisfied. We pray for his wife to realize 
that he loves her and obey and honor him. We pray, Lord, for Linda, for Melinda to get saved. We pray now, Lord, for the people who have believed in you as their Savior through this ministry and through the preaching of your Holy Gospel. As they heard the Gospel earlier, we pray, Lord, for millions more to do so. Thank you for the thousands who have made professions of faith through the preaching of the Gospel from this pulpit. We pray for these who have gotten saved, Manly, Stiegel, Anne, Koran, Gloria. And Lord, we pray for the people who have recommitted their lives to you. Help them to stand strong in the faith, never go back to a backslidden and weakened state, but to stand for you. We pray for Pranetta, Tanisha, Nanita, Raju, and Alex. We commit these souls into your hands. Let your will be done in their lives and in ours. And if you did not hear the gospel preached earlier, make sure that you believe on the Lord Jesus Christ. Thou, you, shalt be saved. Understand that you are a sinner, for we all have sinned and come short of the glory of God. Understand that the wages of sin is death. We all will die, and we die because of our sins, our sinful nature, and our sinful choices. And uh, if you do not believe in the Lord Jesus Christ in this life, then you will spend eternity in hell when you die. So believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou you shall be saved, as Jesus Christ preached the gospel first and best when he said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Believe on the Lord Jesus Christ, and thou, you, shall be saved. So if you have never done that, my dear friend, believe in Jesus Christ and get saved today. For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Follow me in prayer. Repeat after me in prayer. If you don't know how to pray the sinner's prayer, mean it from your heart as you believe in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for your sins to set you free. Pray and ask him to save you, and he will. Let's pray together. Holy Father God in heaven, I admit that I have sinned grievously in your sight, for I have broken your Ten Commandments in many ways. I have lied before, I have stolen things before, I have lusted in my heart uh, and my mind after people and things. I have uh, uh, dishonored my parents and disobeyed my parents. I have dishonored you by taking your holy name in vain. And as you know, Lord, I've committed many other ugly sins. I deserve to go to hell, and I don't deserve to go to heaven. But for Jesus Christ's sake, have mercy and grace upon me, a sinner. Please forgive me of all of my sins, my failures, and my faults. As I now believe in you, Lord Jesus Christ, who paid my sin debt, who suffered, bled, and died on the cross for my sins. Lord Jesus Christ, please come into my heart and into my spirit and save my soul today. 
fill me with your Holy Spirit and help me to change. Help me to repent of my sins. Help me to follow you, Lord Jesus Christ, in the new life. And to follow you in the newness of life. In Jesus Christ's name I pray and for his sake. Amen. Now, dear friend of mine, if you believed in your heart in the Lord Jesus Christ, that he suffered, he bled, and he died on the cross for your sins, that he paid your sin debt, was buried, went to hell and through hell, and on the third day rose from the dead, allow me to say to you congratulations on doing the most important thing in life and that is believing in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. For more information to help you grow in your newfound faith in Jesus Christ and go to gospellightsociety.com and read my book titled What to Do After You Enter Through the Door. Jesus Christ said in John 10:9, I am the door by me if any man enter in he shall be saved and shall go in and out and find pasture. And dear friend, if you believed in the Lord Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior today, please email us at dw3gospellightsociety.com and let us know. We have some free material that we want to send you. If you have a prayer request, please email that to us as well. And we will pray for you until you tell us to stop. Ladies and gentlemen, until next time, and if the Lord tarries his coming, uh, and I live, and God keeps me healthy, I'll be preaching later on this evening, uh, around 6.30 uh, Central Time is about when we should start. That's around 7.30 Eastern Time. And so uh, I'll be preaching, wrapping up a special series for Father's Day. And so uh, uh, you're welcome to come back and be with us. Invite friends and family. It's a very uh, unique service and very relaxed and you can sit in the comfort of your sweatpants or your pajamas and sip some green tea with me and, uh, and let's worship the Lord together and hear from the Lord together and change together by the grace of God. Until next time, my beloved, may God bless you and keep you is my prayer. Let's all stand for our closing prayer. Uh, Let's uh, uh, go ahead and and refresh that. Holy Father God, we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I praise you, Lord, and I thank you for our wonderful and magnificent time together around your mighty and holy word. Help us not to be hearers of your holy word, but doers. In Jesus Christ's name we do pray. Bless the remainder of this uh, of the uh, afternoon and evening. Prepare us, Lord, for a great evening service. And I pray that your holy name will be glorified. Thank you, Lord, for my directors and my producers who make everything go. And Daniel Ezekiel, uh, Daniqua Grace, Danielle Elizabeth Relove, uh, and we thank you, Lord, for uh, the support and prayers and help from all of my children down through the years. And we pray in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ that through it all, lost souls will come to know your Savior. Christians will be revived. Your holy name will be glorified. And Lord, we thank you for 
the over 5,000 folks who showed up yesterday to hear this poor preacher preach. I pray that you would double that even today, and that's with all platforms not counted. And Lord, uh, we pray most of all that over three million souls would hear you, uh, the gospel preached from this ministry and be saved from the eternal burning hell and Christians by the millions to be revived again. In Jesus Christ's name we pray and for his sake. Amen. <laughs>